Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. I got from the starting block for another week. You got myself Grant on. I'm joined by a man who's been trying to get into Twitter but can't because he keeps on clicking on the X button and closing the tab. My co-captain Damo, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you, boys, girls, listenership, blockheads, millions around the world. Yeah, I didn't even notice that change until I think it was like this morning. I was taking a shit, and yeah. as you know, um, you know the best way to pass time whilst you're taking a shit is to these days, you know, technology, Greeno, get the phone out, open up a yeah. little bit of Twitter. And see the shit on the internet. You know, it often yeah. helps with the passing of your own shit if you can witness yeah. shit happening right in front of you. And so, yeah, I looked and I was like, oh, what's this X business? So I, I don't really know anything about it, but yeah, just in the top left hand corner. Because after that, I jumped on the PC and I'm like, all right, what's going on? Jumped on the PC, top left hand corner, and there's an X now. So I guess it's Twitter X or is it just X or what? Just X now. So uh, Elon so, in his, yeah. Elon is, actually, before we get to Elon, uh, we probably, I think we need to uh, we need to discuss the the intro to the show. Yeah. Because uh, when we when we logged on, suddenly we had ten viewers. What? And I'm like, wow, fucking, we got ten. That's not unreal. Right. That By the right. time the intro finished, down to two. Ah, right. So you reckon ten viewers were like X? Let's talk about X because of the yeah. name of the show. And then they were like, oh, yeah, no, this is no good. This isn't about anything. Unless we'll go down to our regular two viewers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's back to your point. Uh, the uh, in the infinite wisdom of Elon, mm. he's like, look, I know we've got a very recognizable brand here. We've got a very mm. recognizable label. We've got a very recognizable emblem. Let's fucking do away with that. Nice. We don't need it. We're gonna we're gonna get rid of the we're gonna get rid of the little bird that's now gone. We're gonna uh, get rid of the name. Uh, we're well, now it's still, gonna call it's it, still Twitter.com, though. Uh, because that's the website. They can't change that. But when you when you get look at your tab, it just says home dash x. X. So is x. is it going to be x.com then at some point or? Well, I don't know. I think that's going to take you to a different site. That's the problem. X is a Tesla thing, isn't it? Like, is yeah, it, it is some kind of a. Well, because apparently or... Elon tried to name something else X, like some kind of social media platform previously, and he's told he's a fucking idiot, mm. uh, and he was like, Nah, no, no one want to do that. It's stupid. So then he bought Twitter and changed it to X. Isn't there it's a rapper like, named X? Um, probably. There's a lot of things. There was. Um, what was the name of that guy who did that show, Pimp My Ride? Wasn't he X something? Something to do no, with No, that X? was yeah, another guy you're talking about. I can't remember who it is exactly. No, he's not really an eighties eighties TV star, so I'm not too sure. No, he's a bit um, more modern than that. Yeah. That was the guy that was fucking Chelsea Handler, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Um yeah, what's Him his ride name? Was a exhibit, yeah. So he called Exhibit, that's the one. Exhibit. And he called himself X for short, you see. That's right, exhibit. No, he's not the guy that's funny. It was uh what's his name? Fifty Cent. It was banging Chelsea Handler. 50, it's fifty cent green. I think you'll find it's pronounced fifty cent. I could no, be no, 50, yeah, pronouncing it wrong. No, fifty, 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 two 50. D's. It's like where Americans say herb without the H for herb. some strange reason. Herb. It's fifty. Yeah. Uh, um, so Harry. it's kind of like Elon. Just like if, the English if, say. If you imagine Elon the buying the McDonald's. Say, the English say Harry without the H too. They say Harry. 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 Yeah. There you go, on, Harry. Completely yeah. disregarding Harry letters of the alphabet. Harry and herb. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> um, imagine Elon buying McDonald's and he's like, "Look, I think these golden arches are fucking overrated. Let's get rid of those. Yeah. Get rid of that. Let's fuck that off." I'd love him to let's put a big, let's put a big X up there. Yeah. That'll get the kiddos in. Um, maybe one, maybe one day we'll all be working for Elon Musk, one way or another. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. He um, he will he will be the Taco Bell of the Demolition Man future that we're all striving he, for. Could be. Yeah. 
I, I, um, I, I, I'm happy to burn Twitter to the ground. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck Twitter. It, yeah. it opens up the opportunities for good and not life. Yeah, to, well, to really take over the market. Not that we need it. Like, obviously, we're going to take over regardless. Like, we want yeah. we want to be able to beat them, you know, fair and square. But if they're going to slow burn, then so yeah. be it, obviously. Uh, yeah, you're right. It just opens up that vacuum and good.life mm-hmm. will stream in. You know, fuck your what, – fuck your, uh, what are the other platforms that are out there these days, Greeno? There's uh, – I don't know, it's spaces, threads, threads. threads, you got your TikToks, TikTok, you've got your Instas, Instas. you got still your Facebook. They're all got... going down, man. They're all going down. Good Slowly but surely. Yeah, and I've been reliably informed. I got an update this week, Greeno, you'll be pleased to know, mm-hmm. by the IT crew down at Gooden.life. Uh, launch any day now. Any, any day, day now. now. Looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be so good. Yeah. It's going to be a big day. Don Camara, <laughs> Don Camara's been waiting because he signed that um, that advertising contract with us about three months ago and he's like, so when do I get to advertise on Good Not Life? And I just keep saying, yeah. look, any day now, Don. Any day now. Look, it's in the hands of the developers. Yeah. It's, it's almost outside our control at this particular point. That's it. Yeah. Um, well, perfection yeah. takes time, Greeno, as you know. It does. Yeah. Uh, good news, Damo, down to zero. Oh, good. Down to zero Fantastic. viewers, well, which is what we like to see Thanks here. for joining us, guys. It's been yeah. a real pleasure having you. <laughs> in our defense, uh, it's the middle of the night in Vietnam. Yeah, that's true. So our our key demographic currently mm. sleeping. They'll catch up on podcasts. That's okay. Well, that's yeah, that's where we get our biggest hits, isn't it, on the podcast mm. afterwards. Yeah, No one really cares about it live. No one's interested. No. Yeah. no. Not since the good old days where we do uh, Periscope a week late. Yeah, people would tune in for the first 10 minutes of the show just to see yeah. if their comment was mentioned from the previous show. From the last week's show, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Also around the time uh, where we were doing power rankings of our own listeners mm. that caused a bit of turmoil and listeners tuned out after that. Yeah, there was a split things, in the block. The thing's got a bit antsy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's almost got an edge there. He's six off 59 now. That's Yeah, I love it. He's playing weird. anti-basketball. Is that is that what we're doing here? It's just we're gonna, doing we're going to bore them to death, or well, all we need to win this series is a draw. Like, why the fuck are we going to give away our wickets? I like, guess. let's just well, because that's what cost us. Like, that's what cost us in the last test. I don't know we drew it, but it was the fact that we were throwing away wickets. Like, they're actually playing smart test cricket here. Um, yeah, but you still got to score. You know, five. Nah, off no rush. Scoring's overrated. Scoring's overrated. We're still yeah. 200 behind, so if he gets out in the next 10 deliveries for five after facing 10 overs worth of deliveries, then it's all for nothing. Hey, you know. Six, mate, six. Yeah. Yeah, I don't okay, know. Okay, he almost got caught. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Seven. Yeah. He's on a seven. Fun, fun fact, Johnny Johnny Bairstow has given away like over almost 15% of the Aussie runs with buyers. So well done, Johnny. Yeah, and I know Nice Gary. To give, should we give the fat kind of nice Gary? Nice Gary. Let's give him a little one. Um, and I also uh, observed something through the week, like some kind of stat, and it was like the amount of wickets. Like basically someone made the statistical argument. I wish I had saved it when I saw it, but unfortunately I was taking a shit and I was looking at X, so I kind of scrolled past and then I had 15 <laughs> ads on instead and I yeah. lost the tweet, you know. Cheech and Chong's fucking jelly beans or whatever he's fucking flogging, I keep seeing <laughs> over and over again, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, Tommy I, must, I must have already... I've already blocked that one. Tommy Chong's edibles keep coming up every second fucking day. Um, yeah, but someone made the statistical argument that basically England, they can moan all they want, but the reason, the literal reason they have lost the ashes is because Johnny Pesto's in the team. No, uh, 100%. They put I it saw, down to like the, the wickets, the wickets, wickets that he's given up. Yeah. Runs conceded <laughs> and then comparative to Alex Carey. Yeah. And it was like, it's effectively, like that's the difference. Yeah. he effectively had given away the ashes. So yes. well done. <laughs> well done. I don't know. 
I, I say keep picking him. We yeah, love Johnny. Well, they did. We love Johnny in the team. Yeah. <laughs> keep picking him and keep picking 48-year-old uh, spinners that get, keep on getting injured. Well done. Yep. And uh, it's, it's, it has to be curtains now for Jimmy Anderson, doesn't it? Clearly. Like, he's not had any kind of impact in this series whatsoever at all. Uh, not, not too sure. Oh, and here we go. Someone else is pointing it out. Woman of Wonder. What's up with Tommy Chong's edibles ad? It's constantly on my timeline. Oh, there you go. Yeah. A couple of people complaining about the uh, Tommy Chong's. I hadn't seen the Tommy Chong uh, ad. So yeah. here we go. Uh, Meg Pillow. I swear to God, if I see one more ad on here for the Cheech and Chong gummies. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Tommy, I think Tommy spent a lot of time complaining about right-wingers on Twitter and now he's obviously spending a fortune advertising on Twitter. I'm not sure. Did you know Tommy Chong was on uh, Dancing with the Stars? Uh, Tommy's probably doing a whole bunch of things. Tommy is in that unfortunate situation where he's the less famous one of a duo. Like, he's not as funny or as famous as Cheech Marin, you know? Yeah. So it's Cheech oh, and he, Sean. I think, yeah. I think what happened with that, though, like, I think because he just stuck with that character regardless. Like, hey, Cheech man. went on. Yeah. Cheech went on and did like some other acting gear and just got out of the stoner kind of comedy for a bit. Mm. Whereas Tommy Chong just stuck with that and that's yes. been his bit one for 55 years. One trick pony. That's it. Yeah, that's that's his material. That's, all um, that's why Cheech had a, long, a better career because at least he went and did stuff. He yeah. was in, uh, what's that one with the Miami Vice guy? Miami Vice guy. He was in that show. Uh, what's his name? Don Johnson. What was his show? Don Johnson. Yeah. The one that's not Miami Vice, the other one he was in. You Nash must Bridges, be, that's the one. You must be struggling when you're asking me for trivia. Like, right, I've got it. It's fine. Nash Bridges was Nash the show Bridges. I'm thinking of. Okay. He was in that. He was also in uh, From Dust Till Dawn where he did that very famous um, Pussy, pussy, pussy. Pussy, 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 which was my um, answering machine. Back when we had, like, actual answering machines. <laughs> actual answering machines, yeah. those voice parts. That was That was my answering machine uh, message. It was the whole, like, the whole, it went for a minute and a half. The it whole went for a minute and a half. Thing. We got all kinds of pussy here. Dog pussy, horse pussy, chicken pussy, you know, like. And yeah, and then it would just end, and then there was a beep. Like I didn't say yeah. anything on it or anything. It was just it did the whole pussy thing from. But it was a nightmare because I because I would call you to like, hey man, we need band practice. Band practice <laughs> band six practice, o'clock. Yeah. I pick you up. Whatever. You'd have to sit and through I'd, the whole. I'd thing. have to sit for a minute and a half just to get like, I don't know, pussy, 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 all right, blah blah blah. blah. Hey man, pick you up in five. Well, <laughs> that was literally my thinking. Like I will eradicate all pointless calls, all pointless yeah. messages with this thing. No one's sticking around for yeah, that. Only people who know me will stick to the end of it because they know what the fuck it is. It's Anyone smart else will idea. be disgusted and hang deal up. with scammers as well. Yeah. The amount of like yeah. calls I get from overseas people trying to sell me shit. Yep. These if I just days, put them straight to voicemail with pussy, pussy, pussy. Well, all my calls go to voicemail because I lit- I don't have my phone. I don't have any notifications on my phone for anything. Like, so yeah. no, no calls, messages, nothing. I decide when I look at my phone and then I decide yeah. if I call you back or whatever. So, and I've gone the other way now. Now I have a voicemail that doesn't leave anything. It's just a beep. So, <laughs> and what I, how I did that was, you know, how they say record your message. Yeah. So when I recorded the message, I just recorded like two seconds of silence and then hung up. Mm-hmm. So if you call and, it, you know, normally it says, hi, this is Boogie Bunker. Boogie Bumper, please leave a message after the beep. It's none of that. Yeah. You call, it stops ringing, and then it's silent for two seconds, and then it goes beep. Yeah. <laughs> so 99% of the time they just hang up. I, um, I, scrap, my, I scrap voicemail. Firstly, because it costs like a buck a month, so I'm like, fuck that, don't eat it, get rid of it. Secondly, be a normal person. If you can't get to me, send me a message, I'll get back to you. Mm. Like, 
It's not that hard. If you if you don't have the time to send me a text after you called, it can't be that urgent. Yeah. I figure if, if you want me bad enough, you'll get hold of me. There's, yeah, there's it's either a number I recognise and I've already got saved in my phone and then I'll decide whether I call that person back. If it's a number I don't know, you better message me because otherwise you're not getting a call back. It's that simple. Yeah, that's it. Like I used to hate, uh, I still do kind of hate the mobile phone thing, um, but now I'm finding ways. I'm using the mobile phone system against itself to create my okay. own little cocoon. Because back when we didn't have mobile phones, when it was just like the phone on the wall, you couldn't really stop anyone from calling without just turning off the ringer. Mm-hmm. In, yeah, in you just have case, to take it off the hook. Yeah, in which case you wouldn't even really know if someone had really called you or not unless you had an yeah. answering machine. And I covered that base by having the dog pussy, horse pussy, chicken yeah. pussy message for a yeah. minute and a half. So, But these days, like, I can just leave my phone on silent and people, you know, scammers and people can call me all, all day long, all the live long mm-hmm. day, Greener. And then I yeah. can go back through and see what numbers called me and I'm like, no, 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 you know, like not interested. Yeah. It, it, maybe it's different in the states. I know, uh, you know, we have some American listeners, but it is out of control in this, like literally out of control in this country. You will get, I six think, everyone, day. yeah, at least six, ten. Everyone mm-hmm. gets at least six or ten or somewhere around there phone calls a day from random fucking scammers, like, and it's yeah. just non fucking stop. And um, so I just don't, uh, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one. I think you're probably the same, Grant. I just don't answer my phone to any number I don't recognize at all. Well, I've never, I never answer my never. phone in general because my yeah. theory is, I've got two theories as well. One, there are the scammers because I don't know the number. Yeah. And secondly, if anyone's calling me, no one ever calls you with good news, Damo. You ever mm-hmm. noticed that? Mm-hmm. Every call is something bad has happened. So... Most people will send you a text, like, hey, this, something positive occurs, yeah. something bad happens, someone's dialing you. Yeah. So I've got a general anxiety. Whenever a phone rings, mm. it's nothing positive because it's either a scammer or someone's dead. My boss at work a while. Two. My boss at work a while ago said to me um, something like, uh, "He goes, you know, I don't know if you want to do this or not, but you know, uh, helping out the customers, I've given out my mobile number," and I just laughed in his face. And he looked at what me funny. Doing? He looked at me funny, and I'm like, "Yeah, no, that's not going to happen." And yeah. He's like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "You know, you got to be on on the ball and stuff." And I'm like, "You know, no, I am on the ball between eight and five. Yeah, that's eight when and five. that's when I'm on the ball. And after exactly. That, and know, if you're giving out a mobile number, it better be a work mobile yeah. that you're paying. And I, I said, I want to make it very clear: I do not give permission to the company at any circumstance, any any person in the company or the company mm-hmm. itself as an entity to ever give out my personal mobile number ever to anyone, yeah. regardless of the fucking situation, ever, yeah. ever, never, ever, ever. <laughs> like, that's never going to happen. And yeah. I said, look, even if you do give out the number, if they call me, I'm not going to answer it. He's like, what? He's like, what do you mean? I said, because I don't answer random numbers, ever. Yeah. So, no, it's never going to happen. Like, <laughs> no point. <laughs> and for a while there, someone, somehow someone got, I don't know who gave him my number. There was some guy, uh, a customer, and he got hold of my work number. And I, after the first time, I looked at it. I'm like, oh, I don't know who that is. And then I got an email like two minutes later and said, hey, I just tried to call you on your mobile. And I was like, okay, so that's who that is. Good. Because yeah. now I've identified that it's a customer. And now, now I've blocked that number. Yes, exactly. Nice, Gary. Nice, yeah. so, <laughs> so he he continually tried for like, the, so let's say the next month, I reckon 10 times he tried to call me on my work number and I yeah. would call him through the work phone system, the landline system on the landline number. 
And he said to me once, he said, yeah, how come you never answer your mobile? And I said, yeah, because it's my mobile. I don't yeah. know. How, I, I literally said to him, I don't know how you got that number, but I'll never Delete answer it. it if you call me. Yeah. Delete that number. Never. So you're wasting your time. Yeah. So And he was like, oh, really? Is, if that, is that how it is? And I said, well, look, you wrote me an email and I called you three minutes later. So, yeah, that is how it is. But if you call yeah. me on my personal phone, I'll never answer it to you. Not getting like, done. He, he, he sat back for a second and he goes, fair enough. No, <laughs> fair enough. Fair. Because they respect it in the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, I'm not calling you on your fucking personal number, mate. So don't do it to Yeah, me. why don't you give me a home phone? Give me a home phone and home address. Yeah, I'll, I'll pop call, on over. I'll call you at fucking 7 o'clock at night. How do you like that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Oh, I guess you don't like that, do you? Yeah. Well, neither the neither the fuck do I. So, Ooh. hopefully, he deleted because I haven't heard from him now since like I don't know a couple of years or something now. Oh, good. Yeah. So he got the message, but uh, you yeah. Know, you, sometimes you got to be straight up with these fuckers, Greeno. You've just got to say, yeah, no, no, yeah, no point. Yeah, no point wasting time. Just fucking get to the point. No, I so like it. I've I've had messages from some some people sometimes, and they'll say like, "Oh, you didn't reply to my message." And I was like, "Yeah, because I haven't looked at my phone for three days. What are yeah. you going to do about it?" Like I'm replying now. I'm not. I'm not being rude to you. I just. I don't have notification. I'm not interested in looking at my phone all the time. I, I have sorry. an understanding of your general phone vibe. Like I'll send you something, yeah. and I'm like, he'll get back to me at some point. As soon, yeah. But if it's from you, as soon as I see it, I'll get back to you. But I might yeah. see it two or three days from now. But you'll you know? see it two, three days later. Yeah. Like oh no, I just like well, well. Firstly, you're not going to look at your phone during work. Well, you might look at your phone during work hours, but yeah. I'm like theoretically, if I send him a message at eight a.m. He, like he doesn't have to get back to me at, at earliest convenience till five. Yeah, and then he's got other shit he's got to do. He's probably not picking up his phone. He's got other stuff, and yeah. that's all good. Yeah, but nothing's fucking urgent. Yeah, and it'd be fine. I, I pretty um, much look at my phone. This is God's honest truth. I look at my phone except when I'm taking a shit and looking at mm -hmm. Twitter, and that, and I will literally only go into Twitter and and scroll through Twitter, and that's about it. Um, so I'll look at my phone probably twice a day. And the twice that I look at it is at night at like say 10 or 11 o'clock at night when I'm going to bed and I'm putting on something to listen to. Yeah. And then when I wake up in the morning to turn the alarm off and that's it. There you go. That's it. That's all you need. You know, if I catch you at one of those times and you've written me a message or something and then yeah, fair enough. Um, but I don't, again, I don't have notifications on. So sometimes people write me messages and I don't, the messages bank up because I don't have the notification that pops up and says, you have a message from such and yeah. such. I don't have that on. I have to actually physically go into my messages to see them. Yeah. You know, and I have all of my email notifications turned off. All of my inboxes are like running at a thousand. I stop caring about all that stuff. I don't care. They're like, it's all scammers. Someone's like, oh, they could, they could be sending you bills. And I'm like, well, I've still got the electricity running. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> With that point, and, and this is why Ladybugs is in charge of the bills. <laughs> the bills. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. That's it. You know what? I have a wife. If it's that important, you yeah. can go to her. She'll talk Come about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best to deal straight with the wife. Yeah. Um, Damo, I want to give a bit of a muted word of the week if I can. Yes, please. What are we muting? It's been at least a week since we muted something. Easily, easily seven days. Um, <laughs> we've got to mute the word Barbie, unfortunately. Barbie, now, yeah. I'm with you. Now, it's, it's a byproduct of two things. Unfortunately, it means people that are uh, cooking up a sausage, your conversations, I can't see them anymore. Had to be done. Had to make that sacrifice. You want to get some processed meat up there? You want to get a couple of steaks? You want to get a souvlaki on there? Can't mm, see it anymore. That's, a risky, that's a risky mute, my friend, because there's so much good barbecue content on, on There is, and, and it, was, yeah. it was worth it, unfortunately, after all the barbie content I had to consume earlier this week. Yeah. Um, it's not even barbie worth movie. it just for Margot Robbie, you don't think? Because she's pretty well, cute. You know? Well, that's fine, but, you know. 
it's uh, a plethora of free into... porn on the internet, mate. But I don't need it... to look at Margot Robbie. Does she not fall into the category of um, either sport, eighties movies, or tit? I mean, she falls uh, she into falls the into, tit. She category. falls into the tit, but uh, unfortunately, the conversations around Barbie are not about the tit. No, so it's about, isn't uh, it about the patriarchy and all that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, Again, again they had to turn this, the they had to turn something and, and into a, a yeah, fucking culture war issue. Yeah. I, I saw it was the strangest shit, man. I saw conservatives like, you know, putting out, it's like, if you're a conservative out there, don't stop wasting your time with this stuff, okay? One, mm. they're not listening to you. And two, you look like a fucking idiot when you come out and say things like, Barbie represents the worst of liberal democracy in the 20s. It's like, stop, it's Barbie. It doesn't matter. Nobody fucking cares. It could be good, it could be bad. I don't care. It Just doesn't go and matter. Don't make a big thing about it. Yeah. Just have fun. Kids, um, par- parents are, you know, giving their kids fucking hormone blockers and you're worried about the patriarchy and Barbie. Get a fucking grip on yourself, mate. It's Bit not a big fucking deal. Yeah, Piers, Piers was fucking, Piers Morgan was talking about fucking Ken in the Barbie movie. I'm like, oh, you're I can't all remember sick. I, I, you're all sick I in the head. Remember I muted Piers three weeks ago. I know. You're, miss, you're missing out though because Piers is... I'm really, I'm really not. Oh, mate, you are. He is so far off the fucking tree at the moment because the whole Ashes situation, because they're losing. He has it's lost not, sorry, the man, fucking uh, is, is Davey on the cans there? Davey, he should be on the cans. It's game over for him, isn't it? Yeah, he's, he's not going to be batting done. again, I don't think. He's already dropped three catches. I reckon we retire Davey because Davey tried to announce his own retirement game. And well, because he didn't want to get dropped for these ashes. Exactly. I reckon we drop him yeah. on the way home on the fucking plane. You know we drop I mean? him for the second innings. Yeah, for the second innings, okay. Second innings, yeah. So, concussion pro. Because here's my theory, right? You're going to retire you hurt, Dave. Pro- <laughs> you can concussion protocol him. And they'll be like, but he didn't cop a blow. They're like, make him do the concussion test. Yeah. And even though he's never been struck in the head, I guarantee he's going to fail it. Look, he's never been struck in the head, but there'd be plenty of people lining up, in, even yeah. in the own dressing room, to fucking give him mm. one, give him a crack, you know. Let's yeah. see if I can. Well, you know, he's not concussed yet, but let's see. Let's give me a chance. I'll see if I can knock him out for you. Yeah, you know how bad Davey's been uh, for the last few years. He, he for most of his career, he averaged fifty, and yeah, admittedly, yeah. a lot of that was inflated because of you know just Flat he bats really well in Australia, and you know everywhere else he's terrible. But he, he was good enough in Australia that he's averaged around fifty. It's down to forty-two now. Yeah, and that's that so, happens sometimes. I remember. It's a big jump. Didn't Ricky lose like ten points in the last fucking three or four years? Yeah, but Ricky, Ricky was averaging sixty, so he still he looks pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> he, I think his average end up dropping below fifty off the top of my head, but yeah, um, yeah he just stuck around oh, a bit look, too long. Davey deserves a nice Gary because nice of his service Gary. to Australian cricket, but I am well, I'm not a Davey hater necessarily. No, he's just he's done. I just like, I he's, thought he's, he was done. Cooked. I thought he was done a couple of years ago, to be honest. He was, me, you know. <laughs> And I wish he had have just focused on, say, one-day cricket in 2020 a couple of years ago, and he probably would have been a fucking world beater. And we could have blooded some some other, you know, Uzi could have been in the team a couple of years ago when he well, was Well, no, here's, here's the thing. Theater. I think Davey would have retired if Will Pekowski had not kept on having concussion issues. Well, if... Because I think yeah. Pekowski would have, like, nailed down that spot and it would have been, well... Yeah, sorry, Dave. Like, we've got a guy here who's averaging 60 and you're struggling to... You know, get through the first four overs. But he's still so, not—he's still not back, Pekoski, is he? 
Uh, he only came back to like grade cricket yeah. late in the summer. Yeah. So yeah. In, hopefully he's back next uh, next summer. But he's like the Paddy. Is it Paddy McCartan? Uh, yeah, the Paddy McCartan of cricket. Like, uh, do you know Paddy McCartan from? No, no idea. So, so he was a St Kilda player and a Swans player. Oh, had... that's a, but that's not AFL. Hit the button. No, <laughs> we don't have a but that's not AFL. We've only got. Oh, just hit, hit the go button anyway. Okay. <laughs> But that's no. Is this the long version or the but short version? I think it's my little long version. Aye, it's delicious. But that's no. There's the goat of doom. So, yeah, Paddy McCartan was a player for St Kilda and most recently the Swans, Greeno. Mm-hmm. And he's been concussed like five or six times. And okay. Yeah. And, and the most recent time, like he just barely grazed the ground and he was like out. He was knocked out and they had to carry him off basically. Yeah. And it, it becomes this awkward thing. Like clearly the kid's got like so much fight that he keeps coming back, keeps coming back, keeps coming back, keeps coming back. But obviously also his his head is made out of paper mache. And like yeah. he he takes like the tiniest little knock to the head and he just gets – it's just unfortunate. Like because he's a he's – he would be a great, a great player if he didn't well, get anyone, knocked out so Anyone who the history easily. of concussions is like proved to be more susceptible to future ones. Yeah, that's right. So every one mm. brings him closer to the next one. But he next keeps one, exactly, back, yeah. He keeps coming back. So he's basically sat out like the whole season this time. And yeah. now he plays for the Swans. He – like St Kilda had to let him go at some point because it's like, look, Paddy, we love you. Like, we love your spirit, but mate, you just keep fucking getting knocked out all the time. We can't, yeah, we, can't keep <laughs> can't it on the books, you. mate. You yeah. know? Like, and the Swans picked him up and then he had a really good season. He played in the grand final where they got smashed. And, um, you know, and then like early in the season this year, he got knocked out again. And it's like, it was such an incident, it's such an incidental thing. And then it becomes like, well, you want to look at like because I feel bad even talking about it because I feel fucking no because really you want to look out for the kid you're yeah, like you exactly. got like you got to retire mate like, I've seen a couple yeah. of, like, you see a couple of those sports stars you're like mate you got to give it away like yeah. um it's really sad the, it's you don't Luke, deserve Luke it in the NRL like yeah. that dude just keeps on getting concussed you're like bro like like they, he sat out like six months at one point and he's yeah. like you just got to give it away mate like I know it's your job but like. You're going to be brain dead by the time you're 40 at this rate. Like, just stop. Yeah, like, just stop. Find a different career. You're not made for this one. Yeah, I, and, I, you know, you feel bad for them because clearly the fact that they keep getting – and then it also conflicts with my kind of more libertarian streak. It's that, well, if someone – the fittest, go nuts. Well, no, no, more so like, well, if someone if someone's making the choice to go out there and put their body on the line, then so fucking be it. Respect that choice. And if yeah. they if they die doing it, like I'm an advocate of uh, sports stars signing waivers, you know, like yeah. saying, well, we I talked agree. about that on the show. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And everyone says that's ridiculous and an immature thing to do. And I'm like, what do you mean it's immature? The the whole society, whole Western world is becoming so litigious that you can't do anything without. We t- yeah, we talked about this a few weeks signing back, off, off memory, on it firsthand. We're so. talking about yeah NFL, like all the CTE cases yes. are popping up. And all the lawsuits, it's like, well, you don't like you know before you start playing you can get American football yeah. that you're gonna have brain damage. Like, let's be fucking real here. Like your 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 whole goal is to smash your head into another player's head yeah. uh to, to keep them away from your quarterback or whatever it may be. Um you know that going in to say, oh, I didn't realize you're fucking that's horseshit. So sign sign your waiver, go, we cannot sue the NFL yeah. if we get brain damage yeah. and we, we play on, you know yeah. what I mean? And God and God bless the players who sign it because you're actually doing this for my entertainment. You're putting mm-hmm. your life and limb on on the line. 
in order to entertain me while I drink beer and eat potato chips, you know? Yep. And, uh, like, I'm happy for that arrangement to continue. It would be like a hockey player, you know, suing the NFL because they've got teeth knocked out. It's like, what, are you fucking kidding? You knew this. You knew the situation when you started. And that's the beauty of the NHL. Like, those players don't get their teeth fixed until after their career. Because, like, what's the fucking point? So, like, (laughs) they just wait till all their teeth get fucking knocked out. And they're like, all right, like, at the end of my career, I'll go get some dentures at that particular point. Yeah, and, you know, if they all started suing the NF, uh, the NHL for their dentist bills, I think society should rightly stand up and go, uh, no, 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 I don't think so. That's not fucking right. That's not how it works. That's yeah. not how it works. You're aware. Yeah. So I feel like if you play the sport, you take the risk, you make that decision. It's a conscious decision. You go for it. But then at the same time, I see this kid, you know, McCartney, who keeps getting fucking knocked out all the time. And I feel like, you know, throwing an arm around him and going, mate, are you sure you're doing the right thing here? You know, like, you know, like I'm not going to stop you to keep coming mm-hmm. back and playing, but really, have you really thought about this? You know, like it's clearly, it's just not right for you. And it's sad yeah. because it should be because you're very talented. You know, you, it. you deserve to be good at it, but. AFL is um, not your bag, man. How do you feel yeah. about floristry? Like, you know, in the, in the flowers? Say you have a nice little shop or something. Have you ever like, thought about doing a chef apprenticeship maybe? Yeah, get like that done. Yeah. Side note, uh, we were talking about the bear last week on the show. Yes. As a joke, talking about, ah, oh, they've done a show about Ian Maurice. This is amazing. Yeah. And then I was reading the synopsis during the show last week. I'm like, this actually sounds pretty good. Watched, started watching the show last night. Fucking five episodes deep. Sensational. What? The bear. The bear. Okay, so uh, what's Disney it about? Plus. Uh, it's about a, a chef who's uh, like he's like a Michelin star chef, but his brother uh, dies and leaves him his local like sandwich rest- uh, sandwich restaurant okay. in New York, yep. and he ta- has to take over it, and it's just a fucking uh, shithole, uh, and he's trying to like you know get things back on track because there's all these bills. It, it's really really good. Like it's okay. It, yeah, who's worth checking it? out, man. Uh, we, we discussed it last week. Oliver Platt Oliver was in Platt, it. Platt, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a bunch of people you probably don't know, to sounds be fair. Like, sounds um, like something Michael Keaton should be involved in for some reason. Like it Just, like yeah, dark, gritty, like billard man style. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, definitely worth checking out, man. So, yeah, I'd, I'd give it a look. I think you'll enjoy it. I need to see now. It's on Disney+. Plus, So, unfortunately, yeah. I need to wait until the season finishes before I start it because I can't. Season's done. Uh, so, that's it. Five episodes. That's it. Is it? Or? Uh, it's like eight episodes, isn't it? I don't know. You said you watched five episodes. Oh, yeah, well, no, watch five and then how you get a bet. Ah, right. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, as long as the season's finished, I can watch yeah, it Yeah, season's all done. So Actually, you, go, you know what? You to know. be fair, I don't even know if I can do one season at a time anymore. I'm I'm so used to now just, like, binge watching a whole – I didn't start watching Ted Lasso until I knew the show had finished. It finished. So you could just go top to bottom. Top to bottom. And yeah. uh, same with The Sopranos. I didn't watch The Sopranos until like 20 years. I still got to get around. What's The Sopranos on? I got to get around to that. Uh, it's on. It's on a website that I watch all of my stuff illegally. I'll give you the link oh, after okay. the show. <laughs> so yeah, beautiful. It's on there, <laughs> uh, but yeah. it's also on other stuff. But I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, one that be, and reason being like, so I watched season one of The Witcher. Greener. I don't know if you know okay. that show. Nah, not aware. It's based on a video game. Myself and the Lady Boogs watched it, and we were really into the first season. We're like, okay, this is good. By the time the second season, we watched the entirety of the second season, and at the end we were like, both of us said the exact same thing. I have no fucking idea what happened. Like, I'm so completely lost on the story. (laughs) 
Yeah. Because like if you're watching it season to season to season to season, you can follow along. But this mm-hmm. show has like monsters and magic and shit in it. And it's yeah. like by the time you get the – if you end season one and you have to wait like nine months until the next season comes out, you've completely lost track of the plot. You, you don't know where the at. fuck you You've got to go back at. to the start anyway. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to re-watch the fucking first season again, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm not dedicating that much time. So we watched like I think six of the eight episodes of season two and then called it. And like that's it. I have, no, I have not I, – I, I kept thinking each episode I'm going to catch up on where we're at and yeah. we never did. Like it was just like it just got worse and worse and worse and worse. I'm like, I don't even know what fucking character they're referring to half the time. <laughs> See, I don't know what's in, going on. That was in Ep three season one. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it was like, oh fuck this. So now I only watch shows. Um it would, it would, there are there are exceptions. I'm a big fan of the Tom Beers shows, Greeno. Do you know those ones? No, I never okay, so, either. Uh, I, Tom like, Beers is a producer. I haven't watched any any TV series or any show in like a year and a half. And the only reason uh, I did like now is because like I was stuck and I, I literally couldn't fucking do anything. So I'm like, what am I going to do to fill my time? Uh, and, and like I had Lasso on like the watch list ready to go. Yeah. Had a couple other things. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to like like you. I just watched it top to bottom and went through all three seasons of Lasso. I'm like, that's amazing. Excellent. What have yeah. we got next? Yeah, exactly. Knock it off yeah. the list. Tom, Tom yeah. Beers is a producer for Discovery Channel. So oh, he, okay, yeah, yeah. his shows are shit like Deadliest Catch, um, Dirty Jobs. Oh, those kind of shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I love those kinds of shows. At the moment, I'm watching Bering Sea Gold. It's great. It's like fucking Northern Rednecks. Okay. You know, and they're all fighting each other over fucking, I think you've mentioned, yeah, some of these shows before. Oh, yeah. it's great. They're fighting each other over scraps of gold. And, you know, it's it's just like, we've got to put the gold in the box. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> I spend all this money, put the gold in the box. And it's like a floating shed, you know, yeah. like on the fucking Bering Sea. It's ridiculous. So I love shows like that. You know, Deadliest Catch, The Crab Show. I fucking love Deadliest Catch. Probably my favourite show, Greeno. I've yeah, you are a little bit obsessed with Deadliest Catch, seasons. yeah. Oh, it's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, you know, so shows like that, I don't need to wait for the next season um, because each individual episode, like there's no really continuing storyline in them. Each individual yeah, episode, just... it's an hour of like a window into their life and then the next episode will be a different hour. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Um, so you can just watch them randomly. Like, in, you know, it doesn't, you, know, you don't have to see it in order. There's no storyline to it. Really. Nice. Yeah, it's just like kind of reality TV. Um, so that that's the exception I'll make. But now everything else, I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to wait until the season's over at least. And preferably yep. I'll wait until all the seasons are over. Yeah, just go yeah, all the way, all the way top. Yep. No, I agree. Because I was going to say there's a, a new show, there's a show about to kick off. I didn't realise Stan, when they've released shows, they've released like one a week. Oh, yeah, fuck that. Of new seasons. Disney and does I'm like, that too, the- man. What the fuck is this? Like, I just want to watch the show. And like, no, you get your next step's not to here. I'm like, what are we back in 1990? Like, uh, what's happening here? Just put it on and let me watch the bloody thing. No, uh, but I've no, told so, you before. Eventually, pay to eventually the streaming services will just become we'll the new free to air. A new free to air, but you have to pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> basically, you'll pay. You'll be paying for the ads again. It'll. Yeah, happen. exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that one, I'm just, like, I'm going to do what you recommended there. I was like, well, I'm not going to just watch one episode and then have to wait a week for the next one. I'll wait till all the episodes are unlocked nice, and then I'll just watch Jenny. season two, uh, this particular show. So, uh, the bear's going to tie me over until that's, that's up and running. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's do a quick story time if I can, sir. I like stories about pinatas. 
So uh, yesterday I got to take off my final uh, bit of bandage that uh, was around the old the old abdomen uh, belly in, yeah. in the removal of the bandage process. There's a couple that had to stay on for a couple of weeks, and there was others that had to stay on for four to five weeks. So uh, I got to take those off. Now what I what I didn't wasn't aware of until I was in hospital was that apparently I'm allergic to the uh, weird kind of like the specific hospital tape that they put on to hold things down. Got a weird skin reaction to that bad boy. So didn't think much of it until today where I was doing my rehab walk, walking around the streets of my suburb and realized that like my whole abdomen was like really itchy. So I'm like, oh, scratching away and rest away and looking, pulling up. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? And after about 20 minutes of like rubbing my belly, scratching my belly and walking around, I realized the nearest passerby, I just look like some weird crackhead who can't stop fucking scratching. Nice, Gary! A weird byproduct of it is there all my neighbours now think, oh, this guy's a fucking crackhead. He's got a fucking little scratchy belly. <laughs> no, no, no. When in reality, it's just a little bit of fucking... Itchy, uh, itchy, itchy allergy yeah. to, to the abs. Yeah. Uh, good news, though, Damo. The the abs uh, are starting to come back. Are they? So you're the already beach. back on the pump, are you? Or? Well, no, no, no. As in, like, well, it's just the, the general, the swelling is disappearing. Oh. Uh, I, I haven't had a drink in, like, five weeks, so there's no, there's no beer belly there. Mm. Uh, and I've walked the equivalent of 300 kilometres in four weeks. When can so, you get back on the cans, incidentally? Because uh, the Lady Books was asking me the other day, like, I, I mentioned something about you. And she said, when the yep. fuck is, her, her quote was something along the lines of, when the fuck is this cunt going to give us our tacos? Nice, <laughs> Well, well. Firstly, uh, it's nachos, tacos. Nachos, Labashane's out, by the way. Yeah, just saw that gone for nine. It was a waste of time. He's going to review it, is he? Or he's talking to the umpire on his way off. He's going to. How's he going to review it? And he fucking obviously nicked it. (laughs) I don't understand what would he possibly be reviewing. Um, (laughs) Good catch. Oh yeah, good catch by Root. Have a look at this thing. I'm just trying to work out what he was reviewing. I was just about to say, because I'm watching it, I'm like, you know what? I think I've figured out what the Aussies are going to do. They're going to grind these English bowlers into the dirt because I bet they're not as quick and as uh, feisty after 90 overs as they are after 40 overs. You know what I yeah. mean? So maybe this plan works. Maybe we just make them really, really fucking tired and then we cruise mm-hmm. past their score and end up getting uh, only having to bat once and then they can't catch us but you know that's not going to work if you score 9 off fucking 60 something that's i've never seen manus play like that ever i don't mind it he's such just leaving weird, the ball but such a such a weird test match man he's just trying to bat time that it's good cuz you know england are swinging away well, i don't he mind it time but he got no runs for it so it's yeah, kind of like what's well, the point to it then yeah uh, but he didn't he did well there was a point he just took 90 overs out of <laughs> Out of the bowlers. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. Anyway, back to your point. Uh, a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks before I'm all cleared. And then then I'll do nachos, your nachos for everyone. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm seeing you guys next week anyway. Are we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah but you won't, be, you won't so, be able to cook next weekend because it's, it's the baby booger bumper baby's uh, birthday. We're going to yeah. a uh, wildlife park around a little story time. I like stories mm-hmm. about pinatas. Going to a local little wildlife park with the baby booger bumper baby and uh, she's going to be one. So, you know, she's probably going to be kind of out of it most of the day because one-year-olds mm-hmm. don't really know what's going on at their first birthday. They're not too no. kind of uh, hip to the scene. You know what I mean? 
Pretty safe to assume she'll be sick as well. Probably, yeah. She'll yeah. have the daycare death plague. Yeah, um, as always happens, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, she's not going to be really aware of what's happening around her. And because uh, myself and Lady Boogs had kids so much later than all of our friends did, like all of our friends' kids are like at least five, six, seven years older than she is. So <laughs> they're all much older. So it's not even like she's going to have other one-year-olds around. All of her friends growing up are going to be like five, six, seven years older than her. Which is what you want. Well, it's good and bad. Like yeah. obviously, you know, like because when, when all the friends' kids get to like 13, 14, they're not going to want to play with the seven-year-old anymore. Um, um, I think they still do because there's that kind of well, they're like good sense kids. Of, they're going to look after yeah. her and stuff, you know, mother yeah. and her a little bit. They're good kids, but generally speaking, kids don't want to know about you know. Well, they do. Like my my thirteen year old niece yeah. likes hanging out with like my five year old son. Yeah, because he looks up to her. Yeah, so right. it's kind of like she's so as long in as charge. you feed the ego of the older kids. Got to feed the ego of the big kids. That's what you got to do. <laughs> so you got to tell them how cool they are and how much you want to be like them, and then they'll yeah. look after you. Yeah, they'll take care exactly. Uh, except for when they become like eighteen, and then they're going to just leave you in the dust when they get yeah, the license then, and drive off. Yeah, get, get laid and party and stuff, and then yeah. they're like, "All right, see they're you busy. later, kid." <laughs> yeah, look after your thirteen-year-old. It's like, no. <laughs> No, sorry, kid. You're on your own. They got their own thing going on. Yeah, you're still doing fairy bread. You know. Yeah. We're doing lines at the disco. We're fine. <laughs> we're busy. Yeah, totally. So she's gonna, you know, she's gonna be turning one. Uh, we're going to a wildlife park where there's a lot of animals kind of just strolling around, getting snacks off people, Greeno. Mm-hmm. So you can take like a little cup of snacks. All the kiddies will get a little cup of snacks, and they get to yeah. walk around and feed like the wallabies and the quokkas and all the weird mm-hmm. little marsupial animals that we have here. And um, we took her on like a kind of recon mission beforehand, and we we thought, all right, what what animals is she going to be interested in, Greeno? Like, what what animals is the baby booger bumper baby going to be, you know, concerned with? She didn't really give a fuck about anything. <laughs> no, zero, absolutely zero. Yeah, the, that's right. The only animal that she kind of was interested in was the echidna. Yeah. And, and where she stood up and like put her hands on the glass and said, What the? F-? and looked at us like, yeah. What the fuck is what this? What is thing? this? Yeah. <laughs> I've not seen one of these things before in any of mm. the cartoons. You know, it's got spikes, yeah. it looks like a poisonous dart kind of pin cushion. I don't know what the fuck this is. So, unfortunately for us, it looks like we're, you know, doomed to a lifetime of protecting her from dangerous things because the only animal she wanted to cuddle is the one with all of the sharp it's spikes. The spikes. All over yeah. It. <laughs> nice, <laughs> so Gary. Nice, nice, Gary. Gary. Can I feed the echidna? No, it's going to eat you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Daddy, I want, I want an echidna. Like, no. What are you doing? No. Uh, do you want a Harley instead? A Harley Davidson? Yeah. I'll get safer you a than the echidna. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> totally. So. Nah, that'd be good next week. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see everyone. And, yeah, so tell the Lady Boogs that uh, there'll be no nachos next week. But no nachos we'll organize, next week. Yeah. We'll organise that uh, sooner rather than later. Yeah. No, instead you'll be eating Wildlife Park uh, hamburger and chips, I think you're getting, for lunch. So. Yeah, well, it won't be good. I don't think. No. So. Probably not. Wait, Probably is, this the, uh, is, this, is this the big one, the new one? No, it's not new. It's the old one. Like, oh, the old one. Okay. Yeah. So maybe like, it's I, old. I, I, they, maybe they know what they're doing, I guess, you know. Yeah, maybe. It could be. Mm. Um, yeah, because I was like, oh, no, I went to the no, new one the recently. New and the zoo. food there was all right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, this is not a zoo. This is a wildlife park. It's different. 
It's in suburbia, if you're not, uh, you know, when, we won't reveal where it is. Exactly. No, we're not going to reveal where it is. That's why I'm but being it's general. Basi- but, but it's basically like houses next door to it. And when we were walking around, we're like, how do they keep all the animals? Like, if you lived behind, because there, there is literal like suburban houses behind this wildlife park. And the animals Ooh. must be going off their fucking tits first thing in the morning for food. I'd have said they would be, yeah. So, you'd be hearing donkeys, you'd be hearing all this kind of well, shit. Well, my question to the lady books was, Greeno, how much are they paying the local residents, <laughs> you know, each week to put up yeah. with the noise and the smell? And the can smell. you imagine the fucking smell of the this The smell. Would be, I, I can deal with the noise, <laughs> man. I, I, like, I like animal noises are fine. They're cool. Like, it's all good. It's part of nature. But the yeah. smell is a different the story. The smell must be rank, especially in the nah. middle of summer. You know, there's walruses shitting and stuff all over the place mm-hmm. or whatever they got in there. And, yeah, how much are they paying? I, I, I'm like, I said, they have to be paying them off. They have to be giving them something, you know. To be, be a little, I, yeah, it's going to be some kind of subsidy, you know, the farming subsidy or the uh, the subsidy. wildlife park subsidy. Yeah. It's like, here's a fitty, you know, put it towards the uh, the air freshener. Yeah. <laughs> and you're speaking to each other's quick story time. That was actually on the run down. I like uh, stories about pinatas. Nice segue. Because uh, I can't lift anything, can't really do much. The Lady Greeno has been doing the groceries, which is normally my domain because okay. i got a strict regimen when it comes to the, the groceries. I'm I know your regimen. You like to shop. You like to go out on a Saturday morning nice and early, yep. get it all done. It's kind get of, it all done. But it's kind of like your ritual. It's like um, it's See, like your peace, in a, in peace time. Yeah. It is. It's the only solo time I get. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's in and out. It's kind of like no fucking around. I know exactly where everything is. I know exactly what I want. I'm in. I grab it. I'm out. I chat with Dane and we're done. Man, <laughs> Um, man on a mission, we get that finished. So I've handed, had to hand over the duties, but I still write the list. So, I firstly, I got basically I got doctor's handwriting. So I've had to like go back to like single, no running writing anymore. Had to like try and do it nice and neat. I'm taking my time, trying to do it in the lines so it's actually legible for the wife to read. Got all that done. Now the difference is, is like you've got the situation where when you get to certain aisles and say maybe, they, maybe they're out of stock of the brand you normally buy. You got to make a judgment call, right? So normally I know exactly what my next point of call is, but I can't write that down in the notes. Like if this one's not there, get this brand or get this or, you know, just go to the next aisle and we'll be here. So uh, the Lady Greeno goes to the air freshener aisle and the regular air freshener that we get, not there. So she has to make a judgment call, which is fine. All good, go nuts. You can't go wrong with an air freshener. So she's picked one in, in her wisdom. And just whacked it up there. So I'm like, use, uh, use the bathroom the other day to give it a bit of a spray, get everything nice and odiferous. Like, what the fuck is that? And it's a, it's a coconut. Ah, uh, coconut. It's a Not coconut nice. spray, which in, in theory sounds nice. Yeah, fuck yeah. Until uh, I, coconut makes me... Th- I I often get like coconut shampoos greener because it makes me feel, feel like I'm back in Thailand on holiday or something. You know? There you go. Yeah. But what I've realized is is that when I walk into my toilet now, it smells like a golden rough. <laughs> now, I don't know whether golden that's a good rough. or a bad thing in my bathroom. How could it ever be bad? <laughs> it smells like golden rough. Yeah. Now, for American listeners, a golden rough is like a little chocolate patty. Yeah. It's chock full of coconut. It's fucking delicious. Yes. But I don't know if I want my bathroom smelling like coconut roughs. Okay, golden rough. So we can find a golden. You're going to bring up the golden rough. Uh, you got to try this. American go. Americans try Nestle Golden Rough from Australia for the first time. Let's have a look. Takes them three minutes to eat a Golden Rough. Apparently, but we're going to skip through. So it won't we're going to skip a lot of it, I think. Foreign snack reviews. Why is he wearing a mask? Seen, it's basically a chocolate disc with roasted coconut in it. 
That's what yeah. I just said. More or less. They Sounds pack- good. Yeah. Okay, this looks like some. This, this looks like some fuck Whitney's dad. I think. <laughs> we need to pause. We need to find out how many views this has got because we got one listener. Okay. Let's have a look how uh, many views. This has 484 views. They've got 174 subscribers. Okay, so it's pretty wow. low quality. Yeah. It's um like a circle. Um, it's exclusive. It's like a circle, Grady. No, well, well, it is. It is a circle, but close it enough. It is a circle. Close, close enough, enough, my American friend. So to Australia, same thing with the violet crumbles and cherry ripe. Yeah. And um, they're not a circle though. Yeah. They're a bar. They're a bar. Okay, let's Ooh. have a look. And oh. This is what a golden rough looks like. And it's thin. True. It's like a wafer. It's like it's a, a wafer. wafer. It's, well, not it's, a not. Wafer. it's not like a wafer at all, but anyway. It's not a wafer at all. Way. It's literally a circle of chocolate with coconut in it. But uh, does it look like inside? It looks what like chocolate Mate, with you coconut. You break it in half, you just bite into the You just bite thing. it. He's doing it wrong. You don't oh. don't ever break a coconut rough in half. filled with coconut. It's fucking chock full of coconut it's there. It's, it's all coconut. of coconut inside of it. It's delicious. Well, I can see why these right people now, only have 74 subscribers. So take a bite. Yeah. Take a bite. Come on. Yeah. Let's go. Right. Mm. Mm. Toasted coconut. I think they like oh, well, it great. They do. They seem to enjoy it. So there you go. Uh, looking forward to tomorrow's big old dump and then coconut rough after it. So yeah. very, very solid. Um, so we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back with uh, everyone's new favourite segment, uh, Forgotten Vegetable of the Week. Oh. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out.
now with less than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Don't forget, good dog life soon to take over from X.com, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, Twitter.x, <laughs> exhibit. Twitter.com. 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 Okay. Um, uh, Damo, this, this new segment. Fucking it's going off its tits, Greeno, isn't I, it? I don't want to speak out of tune here, but my word, uh, my, the my feedback word. from the fans it's huge. Is, yeah. is just being like. <laughs> the buy in, Greeno, from the fans. <laughs> it's a groundswell. Now, so much so is uh, our boy, our seventh listener, Stephen Babb, has already sent in next week's. Next week's. Nice, Gary. Forgotten Vegetable of the Week, and he has a recipe for us. He's already sent it. Okay. It's in the bank. So that's a bit of a teaser for so everyone. So tune in next week's next week uh, for this week's reference, basically, which is the way yeah. we operate around here. This way it's how we, how we roll. Yeah. Um, but you you put out a, pretty much a you know a blanket rule last week that, look, this week has to be the turnip. The has turnip to be is, the turnip. It's long forgotten. Because uh, let's not forget week one, Choco. Yeah. Which is, is right up there. Yep. Funnily enough, then saw a choco uh, a couple of days later inside a supermarket. Oh, of course not, you did. Not one person looking, touched now it. Now you're looking for it, Green. Looking though. for chocos. Well, I was actually see, looking for forgotten vegetables, but there you go. nonetheless. Well, you won't see them in the, in the every day-to-day supermarket. See, for me, the turnip is like a Dickensian kind of vegetable. It's something that's referred to... You know, in 1800s literature, as something poor people would eat. You know, so of need... course it's forgotten in our in our modern decadent Western you know capitalist ways. We've now embraced other vegetables and we've left the turnip to the wayside because it's like you know what we're not all fucking starving to death. It's not a choice between yeah. eating rats and turnips. Yeah. Now we can eat whatever the fuck we want. So I think can the you, turnip is. Can you a quickly do me a solid? Can you yeah. can you hit the sorry book for me there? Okay, sorry. For who? This is a me to you. This one. Oh, okay, it's special. Because I'm because I'm looking at this yeah. this this recipe up on the screen, and I'm like, hang on, because last week I kind of poo pooed your turnip suggestion. Because yeah. I'm like, nah, man, I use that in like you soups said and turnips stuff. are so popular. I'm like, no, they're not. They're fucking... I'm like, they're in the soup pack. It's fine. Yeah. I, I I just realised. It's a parsnip that's in the soup pack, ah, not a turnip. Ah, there you go. So it's so parsnip forgotten, I've forgotten what it is. the evil cousin, you know, that took over the turnip. That took over the turnip. So it, it, it gives you even more credence to the fact that it's a forgotten vegetable because yep. I totally confused it with a completely different vegetable. Turnips turnips would be made into soup and fed to orphans in the 1800s kind of situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a terrible, terrible fucking vegetable. Mm-hmm. Turnips can be a little sharp in their taste, but something happens when you roast these peppery veggies from the mustard family. Roasting mellows the flavour of turnips and concentrates their texture into a tender, melting vegetable. Serve these easy roasted turnips with other roasted vegetables. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The recipe is really a method. This recipe is really a method? Okay. Feel mm-hmm. free to change the amount to suit your needs. Try adding fresh herbs or spices or combine the turnips with other root vegetables as you like. So you can hide it amongst other vegetables? No, no, no. We're not down for that. You'll find some variations at the end of the recipe. They're tasty all on their own, but can certainly benefit from a little bit of extra love. So let's have a little quick look at this recipe, Greeno, which I'm not going to like. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be straight up front with you because this is one of those recipes that has no talking over it. It's just 
top-down uh, images of someone doing stuff to food. Doing stuff. Now, we, we've had to make sure we, – we, we the whole point of this segment yeah. is try and find a recipe so good yeah. that we're going to get you on board and, and bring well, it back. So last week we saw a choco yeah. that was, what, boiled? I don't know. A bit of butter yeah. and salt and pepper. Salt and pepper, that's right. Butter, salt and pepper, yeah. and that was it. It wasn't even boiled. She sl- she thinly sliced the choco. I thinly sliced my apologies. That's and then right. put it in a saucepan with butter, salt, and pepper. And then after yeah. a couple, she just stirred it and then took it yeah. out again. And that was it. It's done. Yeah. Like you know, you can't can't be perfection. That's right. So this week we're like, well, we've got to make sure we live up to those lofty standards. Right. So uh, everyone, grab your pen and paper okay. before we get to the video. Pen and paper. Well. I just want to let you know, in preparation for this segment, because I already had a look at this video, and I can tell you can tell by looking at it. Like if you take like little shots of the thumbs here, you can mm-hmm. tell it's one of those ones that just has a crappy music soundtrack and no talking, and it's just like you know, step three, do this to the turnip. Yeah, I hate those videos. So in the ad break, I've um, you know Googled, I put in YouTube turnip recipe, and this yeah. came up from. Carblessly delicious low carb recipes, which I think is some kind of obese Indian woman, and right, she is going to. How many subscribers? She has three thousand nine hundred subscribers, Greeno, and I'm going to subscribe to her right now, so I'll be three thousand nine hundred and one. That's that seems excessive yeah. for a uh, a carblessly delicious low carb no, recipe no, that's, channel. This, this is a low. This is a low number for a YouTube cooking channel. So really, I'm going to give the obese elderly. Indian obese woman a like and a subscribe because I reckon, <laughs> I reckon her, her turnip recipe is going to be so much better than this fucking than this one. Well, this let's, mass let's, produced mass media shit here. That let's we're about to let's see. not you know jump the gun here because I've looked at the list of ingredients. Yeah. We've got turnip, yep. salt, salt, pepper, pepper, okay. oil. That's it. Okay, that's what All we're right. running with. Okay, write that down. I'll repeat it. Yep. All right, everyone, ready? Pens ready? Yep. Got it. Hang Turnip. On. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Can you oh, go sorry. back to the start again? I I'll go back one. to the start. It's pretty. It's like when there's MarChef ones. you got to, you know, get on it quick. Right. I don't want to miss an ingredient. Hang on, I've got my pen now. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. The pen? Yep. pen? Pen working? Yep. Double check? Yeah, uh, hang on. There you go. Okay, we're good. good. Yep. We're good. All right, so okay. we need turnip. Turnip, yep. Yep. Oil. Oil. Is that canola <laughs> or vegetable or olive? or? Oil, ladies' choice. Okay. Uh, salt. Okay, salt. That's going to be hard to find, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, look deep in the uh, the herb oil there. Yeah. And pepper. 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 Yep. That's, that was, that's is that the... with one P or two P's? That's uh, it's three P's technically. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so, there, so, so let me read this you, back to you and make sure I've got yep. the correct. To make sure you got it right. Yeah. Okay, so we've got turnip. Yep. Okay, turnip's essential, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably need that for the turner recipe. Okay. We've also got, I think it's oil. Is it pronounced oil? oil? Yeah. Oil, that's right. Oil. Yeah. Uh, you'll find that in the deep recesses of the, the supermarket there. Yeah. Just be, best to ask. Well, as John Law said, Greeno, oils ain't oils. Okay. Yeah. Nice, uh, Then we've got, is it salt? Salt, yep. And, and then, put that on there. And then pepper, Greeno. And then pepper. You probably need to go to a spice market for those last two, uh, just to be sure. Is, Sound exotic, don't they? Salt yeah, ex- exactly. Um, Mediterranean now, how, things, I think, by the sounds of it. Yeah. Now, how you combine those things? Well, we'll, uh, we'll we're going to have know. to leave it in the video, yeah. I guess. Okay, let's see the majesty that is. I'm, I'm glad there's a recipe, and I'm glad there's a video okay, for this. Good. Let's have just a look. to be sure. All right, so we're going to have to because there's no audio. All right, so yeah. 
roasted turnips, turnips. is the, the recipe. So uh, first, so two pounds of roasted turnips, green, yeah, you know, which yeah, is cut. about zero point nine kilograms. Yeah. So about cut a kilo. and peel the turnips, uh, cutting the ends off the turnips there. Okay. Now you're cutting them into little little squares, little cubes, whatever your you shape cut, of cut your them choice. in half lengthways and then cut them in semicircle. Kind of hey, 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 lady, lady, slow down. I can't keep up. Hang on, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what are we doing with the oil? Okay, We're she's drizzling. drizzling the olive oil. Drizzling the olive oil on those cut turnips. On said turnips, yeah. All right, very good. Now we're taking uh, some salt. Now sprinkling a bit of salt, yep. yep. Um, the probably best to, if you're a novice cook. Oh, no pepper. My apologies. Oh, Cross, pepper must come you need after, to go. maybe. I, I don't think there's any pepper. You might need to go back. <laughs> we'll have to wait and just, see. Just turnip, salt, and oil, and that's it. And oil. That's it. Okay. And you're done. There you go. Now well, let's now let's well look done. at the obese Indian woman's recipe, Greeno. Let's have a what look. What's she got? Let's have a look. Look, I can just point out that first lady did wonders with the forgotten uh, vegetable of the week, the turnip. Yeah, but I think we can do better. All right, let's delicious. see. In this video, we have garlic roasted turnips on the menu. Okay, the perfect garlic. healthy low carb substitute for potatoes. I'm Betty, your host, your friend. I welcome you here to my channel. Okay. So Betty is not Indian; she's black. So where you can yeah. find inspiration for low carb and keto friendly meals keto -friendly. and recipes. Right. I'll be stepping you through this recipe today. So What's let's a keto, get Damo? started. It's, it's so that's isn't meat that the only, um, the green lantern psychic? Then <laughs> I'll quickly take you through no. as I peel and cut the turnips into cubes. So let's go follow. Again, I'm glad we got me. a video to cover this. This looks like home Peeling. cooking shit to me though. This is good. I'm liking it already. Girl. Peeling and cutting. In case you're not too sure how to peel and cut, demo. Yep. That's a fancy Very knife. Good. I don't feel it's like that's going to cut missing. very well. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel that's got the, the, the weight behind it that you probably need to get through some, there. I've got some good Japanese blades, Greeno. Those Japanese, yeah, the they know how to yeah. cut shit. You know what I mean? I got, I got one that the wife got for me uh, many years back. Still, like, sharp as fuck. Yeah. Like, real the quality Japs, mate, They know how to make them. They do. Okay, we're cubing it. Like, well, this right, is what well, I would down. do when need, I do mashed potato, Greeno. Yeah, you don't need this many. Like, let's calm down, Betty. It's a lot of turnip. It's a lot of turnip there. Okay. You know what? Tell Lady Books, yeah. I'm not doing the nachos anymore. We're doing turnips. I'm doing turnips and chocos. Chocos and turnips recipes. Okay, there's a lot of herbs in there, Greeno. Shit ton of herbs. Yeah. Drown those fuckers because that's how bland the turnip is. Okay. okay, what is she? Whoa, that was quick. What is she baking it in? A fridgy uh, bake, Greeno. That's an oven. That's fine. Okay. Uh, side note, this is meant to be like, she's like low carb, blah, blah, blah. She just put like 18 uh, sticks stick of, butter of butter on that yeah. bastard. So this isn't exactly the healthiest of uh, turnip recipes. No. Okay, it does look fucking good though. I'm going to give her that. Nice, Gary! I could, I could, it just looks like know, roast potatoes. It does look like roast potatoes, Greeno. That's looks, why. Looks like really good roast potatoes. Though. Yeah. Looks and tastes just like potatoes. Why not just eat the fucking potatoes then? Yeah. I'm a potato This is what bugs me. Is what, I watch a lot, of sh a lot of cooking shows and these vegans and vegetarians who are like, we've made this to taste like bacon. Just fucking eat the bacon then. Stop trying to take vegetables and plant-based shit 
and make well, it taste like something it's else. It's a low carb alternative to potatoes, but I, I, I seriously, uh, a quick little story. I like know. stories well, it's about pinatas. Mission father. I eat potatoes literally like every day, <laughs> like yeah. every day. And if there are no potatoes in the house, Lady Boogs does the groceries and I do the cooking. And I'm like, babe, where the fuck are the potatoes? We potatoes. Are, we are out of potatoes. I need potatoes yeah. in my life every day. It's the Irish in me. You know, there's a bit of German and a bit of Irish in my background. And the Irish in me says, where's the fucking potatoes? And the German where's in the me potatoes? says, where's the fucking beer to go with the potatoes? You know? It's a, a story we've told on the show before. There was a period where the only thing that you consume for like two weeks, potatoes. No, 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 no. 12 months. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> when we first moved out, we were so broke. We had no money. So yeah. the literally the only thing that we could afford to buy was bags of potatoes to eat. So we discovered every potato recipe on the planet because that's all we could – that's all we had. That was our base. That was the base for every meal that we ever Everything made. you had, yeah. It's when we moved into that little flat in Parra. Remember that place? Yeah, I remember. I came over yeah. and I'm like, what's with all the bags of potatoes? That's so what we're having we for got. dinner. <laughs> yeah. We've got potatoes for dinner. Greeno, like, right, Greeno cool. must have had a half a dozen fucking potato dishes at our house. You know what yeah. I mean? Potato no, bake. all delicious. Potato bake, potato. There was there was one co- what you call gym din, which was loaded up like so. This was a pre gym dinner, so it mm-hmm. was loaded up. It was carbolicious, you know what I mean? It was kind of a potato bake, but it was basically like potato lasagna. So yeah. I would slice the potato super thin to make it like lasagna sheets, and then treat mm-hmm. it like lasagna and put chicken and shit in between it, and then roast it that way. And it was like potato lasagna, you know. We made every every possible potato dish under the fucking under the sun when we were. Oh well, it. I well I I see that as a challenge because mm. I'm I've got something on the menu for tomorrow, and I guarantee you didn't make it when you in your potato face. Okay. I'm doing potato tacos. Potato ta- So the taco is the potato? No, the, the filling is potato. Okay, yeah, no, I haven't done that. That's Didn't do that one. I'm going to see how they go. I'll, I'll see if they're any good. How are you going to do that? Are you going to mash it or are you going to like fry yeah, it up? Yeah, you kind of like, you, you roast it, it a little bit. You roast it, then you mash it, and then you make you mix it with a bunch of shit, and you make kind of like a, a chewy filling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you put it, and then you deep fry it. Uh, yeah, I was thinking like how so you're gonna make like, it meaty because it's got to be kind yeah. of mince-like, doesn't it? It, it does, but it basically it's kind of like having a, a roast chip inside a uh, like taco tortilla, and you deep nice, fry that, Harry. and you dip it in like a, a chipotle uh, sour cream sauce. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. you know that one goes. Yeah. Send um, some photos through to the group chat, would you? It's no. It's no turnip. And it's no choco, but well, it should yeah. be pretty good. Now you need to do it with the turnip, obviously. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to. Um, can I just say, it. it's been definitely been another successful Forgotten Fruit of the Week. That's this it. segment, yeah, going clearly. off its tits. I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to Stephen Babb's uh, Forgotten Vegetable of the Week next week, Green. Yeah, he's got the recipe ready. It's it's, it's no a thing spoilers. of you. No spoilers. Yeah. You're going to have to tune uh, in next week to see what it is. So. Exactly. Now, uh, Damo, before we get to the hot stove hero, uh, Time to do a show, hey, stat man. Because not surprisingly, oh, he did something stat historic again today. So today the uh, the Angels played a doubleheader against Detroit, and in game one, Shohei was pitching and batting, obviously, and then in game two, you like you just assume he's not going to fucking – he just pitched beforehand. He's not going to bat and play in game two. But no, no, he did. That's yeah. all fine. Yeah. He threw a shutout in the first game, <laughs> yes. which basically means he went through the entire nine innings, first time he's done that. Uh, for no runs. And then in the next game, he's like, well, you know, that he still played the second game anyway. He just wanted to hit two homers in four innings. God, he's a freak. 
Unreal. Uh, only play with a shutout in one game of a doubleheader, home run another, let alone two. Uh, last time it happened was 1971. Sonny Seismet. Um, and that was only hitting one home run, not two he's in the breaking, next one. He's breaking records that people didn't even know existed. That's how yep. good he is. Like he's already good. he's already broken all of the known records, and now he's moving his way into the records that nobody even nobody knew knows. Like worth it. I, I know a lot about baseball. <laughs> I didn't. I've never heard the name Sonny Size. That's it. That's what I'm talking I've, about. Like Sonny. I've never Sonny heard is it. sitting somewhere going, "Are you fucking kidding me? This Jap got my record. How the fuck <laughs> did that happen? He did that one. Uh, I've never heard of Rick Wise. I've never heard of Pedro Ramos. I have heard of 1961 Mill Pappas though. Um, so there we go. Uh, but have a look at this from a timeline. So 3:26 p.m. Shohei Tani throws his final pitch of a shutout. Timeline. We're doing Shohei timelines. Yeah, now. like it's well, the Marvel universe. He, he just pitched nine innings yeah. at 3:26. He's done. He's pitched the entire game. They've go just got to win. Rest up. Rest your arm. Go and rest up, mate. Put yeah. the arm in ice. No, yeah. no, no. I got better go bat. 4:45. Shohei Tani hits his league leading 37th home run. <laughs> Fucking unreal. I love him. Unreal. So he never ended up getting traded, though, obviously. So. Well, uh, yeah, so what happened is the, the all these rumours that he's like, oh, they're going to they're gonna trade him. They end up winning eight of their next nine, I think it was. Yep. Um, so now the, the owner's like, the playoffs, well, we can't. Yeah. We can't sell him like we're, we're close to making the playoffs for the first time in 10 years. Mm. Uh, 10 years? Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's 2014, so nine years. Um, we can't sell him, so they end up trading and bringing players in yesterday, which basically signs, shows that they're not going to sell. So uh, Shohei is off the trade block, uh, which is it's good news. But, I mean, if basically- you're bringing – correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're bringing in players now, shouldn't that be like, okay, you're going to have a little shot at this year, but fair enough, but it's really not going to cement until next year's playoffs. Like then, So now you have to be like building for the future. And then I would have thought, well – if you're building for the future, shouldn't you have been putting players around Shohei and uh, Trout like fucking four or five years ago? Like, shouldn't you have been building for the playoffs already yeah. when you had them? Yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck That's is wrong with no, the Angels, just, honestly? Like, uh, as they, a baseball they, novice, like, is that yeah. stupid to say? Like, no, no, you're, you're 100% spot on. Okay. So they completely botched all this because, yeah. firstly, I don't think they expected Shohei to be – this good, like we knew, every, we knew. every team, you and I knew he was going to be this good before he even played his first game. Oh, remember? I, didn't, I didn't think he was going to be this we good. Knew. Like I, I thought he was going to be good. I didn't think he was going to be this good. Like this is ridiculous. But um, they already had the best player in the world in Mike Trout, and then they brought in the new best player in the world in Shohei Now. I didn't make playoffs for fucking five and, years. And still have never made playoffs the entire time Shohei's been there because they keep on making the same mistake. They give big money contracts to these hitters who break down. They, they've repeated the same error with big, big dollar contracts, the big names, about four times now. They literally they could win consecutive World Series for the next fucking five years as long as they just bring in average good role players. Like, and that's all they need. Well, no, yeah. It's always been starters. They they can hit. They always have a good lineup, but they never get any pitches. So it's like, go get some fucking pitches. And they still haven't done that, but they managed to work around it. But what they did in the draft two years ago, mm. it's un- it's never been done before. The rounds are like 15 rounds of the draft. Yeah, there's so many teams, so many every, players, so many games. Every, yeah. yeah. Every single round, they drafted a pitcher. Really? It's never before. It's like, we're going to draft another pitcher. And they just stacked their minor system with young pitchers, and they're starting to come through now. Um, so there was a little bit of strategy in that, but not enough to 
get them on top of everyone else. So. But now, how old's Trout now? Like 33, something? 31, 32, yeah. yeah. So he's like, he's heading towards the back end. It's a game like he deserves. He's played three. He's never won a playoff game. He's played three playoff games in his career, and he's arguably the best offensive player to ever play the game. Yeah. Um, that ain't so, right. so, yeah. What's going to happen is if they don't um, make playoffs and not even make playoffs but go deep into the playoffs in the next two years, what's going to yep. happen is he's going to, as, as a 35-year-old, he's going to go and top off some other team that's already in contention. You know, he's going yep. to go and do that. And then Shohei will do the same fucking thing. Shohei mm-hmm. will end up playing for the fucking Yankees, you know. The Yankees he will be know. in contention Shohei. and they'll, he'll just go and top them off, you know. like Shohei hates the Yankees. He refuses to sign for him. Uh, he says that now, but like, you know, let's be honest. Well, that and the Yankees aren't going to make the playoffs now anyway, so it won't matter. Yeah. So the uh, the hot tip is he'll go to the Dodgers because the Dodgers make the playoffs every year. And he he gets, wants to play in the final. He gets to stay in LA then as well. And he gets to stay in LA. And the, like the the talk is that because uh, when he came over from Japan, there was no designated hitter in the National League, which is where the Dodgers are at. Hmm. So. When he signed, he's like, well, I can only really, like, I can't pitch and hit if I, I have to field as well. That's so crazy. It, that, that, I, I never knew that. Like, I'm sorry if that's an amateur yeah. thing to not know, but that's a weird thing that there's different rules in the two different leagues like that. Like, yeah, there was two sets of rules for a long okay. time. That's um, so weird, man. That's wild. So is, is, are, are there American sports? Like, I know there's... Um, you Americans have some weird shit. Like you have different, fuck, two different leagues running concurrently. Like in the NFL, mm. it's the same thing, isn't it? Like uh, yeah, the leagues, AFC divisions. and the NFC, yeah. and, you know, like you've got your own weird little things going on. Like we just have one comp here and everyone yeah. plays in the one comp and it's nice and straight. And then the best and teams go to the finals and thanks for coming. Yeah, but you guys have your own little fucking weird system where it's like, I don't know, like <laughs> half of the country plays in one league and the other half of the country plays in another league. And, and at the end, the best two from each league meet or something. Right? Yeah, you know, like that's how it works. Well, the, way, the reason they have the American and National League in baseball is because they used to actually be two. Um, they were two separate baseball competitions. Yeah, it's like it's like the railroad fucking empires, you know. Like, um, yeah, no one person owned the railroads. It's like no, there's one whole railroad system on the eastern side of the country and another whole railroad system on the western side of the country. You know. Mm-hmm. But can I ask you this? So, in the World Series, whose rules do they play? Uh, well, the fun fact. So what they used to do is whoever was the home team, you had to go by their rules. Oh, really? So, so what, it would change yeah. each game? So, yeah, 100%. So, so, you, so in one game you would American have a designated League? hitter and then the next yeah. game if you're away you don't have a designated hitter. You don't. Hitter. Exactly. So, so you had all <laughs> these pitchers in the American League who never hit all year. <laughs> That's And then in the biggest game of the year. They have to come <laughs> they, out and hit. They have to come and hit. That's amazing. <laughs> um, but on the counter argument, you had all these National League pitchers who were like, oh, man, I've got to go hit. They got to take a break for a day, and then right. you had these batters who might have got a chance to be a designated hitter. So. Yeah, um, but right. then they changed the rule two years ago and said now it's, you know, across the whole league and the league's a lot better for it. So, yeah. um, so back to the original point, if the uh, designated hitter had been in the National League when Shea came over, they're saying he probably would have signed for the Dodgers in the first place. Right. Okay, but he didn't, so you can't go back and change yeah. time. So too. No, which bad. it yeah. just makes them the favourite to sign him in the off season. Maybe because now he can go there. Could always go to the A's. Shohei. I mean, Las Vegas, Vegas. is nice this time of year. Nah. You know, nice Gary. Nice. No, he's trying. He's trying to make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> That's. 
It, it doesn't really fit in with Moneyball either because once he comes off this very juicy, fucking cheap um, Japanese import contract, uh, yeah. it's not going to be Moneyball anymore. Like he's not yeah. going to be cheap, is he? He's going to be the. He's going to have to be the highest paid player in fucking baseball history. I think at the end. Of yeah, they they're saying uh, estimated uh, amount. It'll start with a six. So he's either going to get million. sixty. 60 million a year or 600 million? 600 million. Yeah. No player's ever got 500 million. So they're saying, look, realistically, he's worth about well, 600 million. For that kind and of the money, is, there's only a few teams he can he can go to for that kind of money, isn't there? Well, no, look, I think all those owners have that money. And realistically, like, if you think about it, you're going to recoup so much of that money in overseas Tickets. broadcasting rights. Tickets, Merch. jersey sales, like it's basically a license to print money if you sign Shohei. So, um, look, yeah, you're going to recoup most of that, and he makes your baseball team better. So it's a it's a win win situation. Who, yeah, if not the Dodgers, I mean, I don't I don't know if there's too many teams that would be willing to fork over six hundred million dollars for one guy. That's a lot. Not not really. Yeah, it's more. We're talking payroll, three or four so. teams, right? Like, so it'd be like Red Sox. <laughs> Red, uh, uh, Yankees. Well, the Red Sox have tightened up their budget. Have uh, they Yankees, really? Yeah. Yankees could afford to do it. Uh, the Mets could afford to do Mets. it. Um, the Giants could afford Dodgers. to do it. The Dodgers what could afford to do it. What about someone re- left field like the Blue Jays the Cubs. or something? The Blue Jays, no, they run a pretty tight payroll. Yeah. Um, the Cubs could afford to do it. More I remember a while ago, the Blue Jays didn't Blue Jays go spending up big like 10 years ago and it didn't really work out for them, did they? So. Yeah, sort of. Like, yeah, they, yeah. they went a bit of a spree. Yeah. Uh, more trading, though, the, the Blue, Blue Jays. So. What about what about um, the crazy notion? What about the A's next year if they move to Las Vegas and have all this fucking money all well, of a sudden? Well, they're not moving to Vegas next year. It's like, there's no stadium there. They ah, still so got to no go through. Okay. Yeah, they're in Oakland for three more years. Three <laughs> more years. Okay. Yeah. Someone else is going to um, come in and buy that team before they move to Las Vegas and keep them in Oakland, I think, by the sounds of it. Uh, you'd hope the so. They're trying. Out. Yeah. The way it's playing um, out, they're going to get rid of the current owner. The current owner is going to be shamed into selling the team, and then someone well, else is going to come in. That's what the fans want, but, yeah. you know, we'll wait and see. Um, I, I can't see it happening. Um, I was wrong. The Blue Jays have the seventh highest payroll. Yeah, I thought that's what I thought. I thought they were a pretty big fucking team up there in, yeah. up uh, in Canada land. Well, for the 26-man payroll this year, they're paying 180 million. So Shohei himself would be a third of that payroll. Yeah, um, but they've done it. Well, the reason I mention the Blue Jays is because I've, I remember they've done it before. They've gone on spending sprees before. They have a lot of money. They're like the big yeah. fish in a little pond up in Canada, aren't they? Like they're the biggest Canadian team, are they not? Well, they're the only Canadian team. Well, so right. That helps. So, <laughs> yeah, so they have all of that pool that they can draw on. So, uh, interested? Just fill me in here. So, if they're the seventh, who are the other six? So, Red Sox, uh, Yankees, Dodgers. Are no, 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 no. Uh, surprisingly, yeah, no Red Sox. So, uh, Mets no are the highest Sox, by far. Really? Yeah. I thought they were Mets huge. are the highest by far. Three hundred and forty-five million dollars payroll. Mets are the highest by far. Yeah, because Steve Cohen bought them. Right. Okay. Yeah. I just, just always think nuts. of the Mets. I guess it's a '90s mentality. I always think of the Mets as the poor Yankees brother. You know, like oh, they, the poor they man's Yankees. And that's so. what Cohen was trying to change. So he's yeah, bought right. in these like big names and whatnot. Uh, and they're sucking this year, so it's not really working. Right. Um, the Yankees are second with 279 million. Padres are third. San Diego. San Diego Phillies. Padres. I never would have yeah. picked that ever. Then you got Phillies, and then you got the LA Angels, who are fifth. 
Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And they actually had a Dodgers in spending this year because Dodgers were trying to get under the luxury tax threshold, so they reduced their spending this year to be able to go nuts next year. Where are the A's on the list? Dead last, mate. Uh, so the highest payroll nice. is three forty-five million. Fucking love it. Yep. Uh, three forty-five million. The Oakland A's dead last sixty million. Sixty fucking million. Look at that. Yeah. Nice, Gary. That makes oh, me nice, proud. Nice, Gary. Well, because they're fact. not coming dead last, you know. So. <laughs> They are coming right, like, oh, Well, that's yeah. not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, fun fact, though, the team with the 29th uh, like highest payroll, so second last, mm. is actually leading, uh, has the best record in the American League, yeah. the Baltimore Orioles, at only $69 million spent. Yeah. And second best record is Tampa Bay, and they're the 27th highest spending team. So, they, so that just shows like sometimes. They're money balling. Well, yeah, but sometimes you put a team together and it, usually it's only, these teams only succeed for like a year or two and then they fade out and again because no, someone will so come in what, and buy players and they'll move on. Not they, at all. No, no, no. So the, what the Orioles did is they sucked for the last six years yeah. and they've got all the best draft picks for the last six years that ah, are now coming through. Right. So all these got young guys, they're getting paid fuck all and they're absolutely kicking ass. Well, there you go. And they're going to be good for a year or two and then the young guys are going to get poached by the bigger teams and then they're going to suck again. Sell them off, yep. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I mean. Bay does, this one Bay does it a bit different. Yeah, they, um, teams are they good for a year or two and then yeah. you get one or two years. If you're a poor team, you get one or two chances every 10 or 20 years to win something and that's it. Like you get, mm-hmm. if you, you just get into that magical, miracle kind of situation. This is every sport. This is not just baseball. Yeah. This is every sport, right? Every professional sport, if you're a team that's a perennial struggler, you will get one or two chances every fucking generation or so where for whatever reason it just works in your favor. Like you've got the the best crop of young players because you've sucked for 10 years and you've been broke and you've just bought cheap and it just works and it's a great team and it's going to be a great team for like a little tiny fraction of time. That's Mm -hmm. your opportunity and you have to try and go – as hard as you possibly can and try and win as much as you possibly can. Because yep. in two or three years from now, that team is going to be fucking decimated because all the rich teams are going to come in and go, okay, we'll take him, 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 we'll take him. And then you have to start all over again. It well, that's happens, the thing. All these, all these teams are rich. It's just yeah. owners would rather well, sit on their money and whatnot. Like, they're rich. They're rich. They're, they're all rich, but comparatively to each other, they're not all rich. Well, it's also the, the franchises. Like, the Yankees are never going to be crying poor. And I think I talked no. about it. I haven't mentioned it. Like, I was absolutely shocked when they are uh, they got the advertising patches on their jersey. Yeah. I'm like, what do the Yankees need advertising money for? Are they going to throw it on the pile of money, Scrooge McDuck style? Like, <laughs> swim in it, yeah. They swim in it. They're already <laughs> the richest franchise in fucking professional baseball. Why do they need to sell advertising on their jersey? Because it's not a mandatory thing. It's optional. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why not? No because why not be a little richer, I guess? No, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, like, this is a team that won't allow players to put their name on the back of jerseys because they're like, oh, no, it's too sacred. Yeah. But now they've got a big fucking, like, ADT. APT patch on their front, front nice sleeve. Gary. Like, nice, Gary. I, I, almost, I almost love that level of capitalism. It's so perverse. It's like, no, no, yeah. no, you can't promote yourself, but you will promote us whether you like it or not, you know? Yeah. Love it. Exactly. Um, I forgot what we were talking about. Well, can, uh, I, can I change the topic a little bit? Just a quick yeah, little yeah, uh, yeah. side mention before we get to uh, the hot stuff. Hot stuff hero. Yeah, uh, I just want to uh, throw this up a little quickly to mention big sport weekend here in Australia, big sport weekend in Sydney, uh, especially. So, uh, you know, just, Women's World Cup. 
Women's World Cup is happening. Australia, didn't they get – the girls got done the other day dusted by Nigeria. By, uh, Nigeria, yeah. The Nigerians, the Africans, Greeno. They were so, paying like six bucks, something ridiculous. Yeah, so it was I, huge. I guess Australia's going to win that one, but they it sounds like we had allies. all the shots on goal, yeah. like we had all the possession and somehow we lost 3-2. That happens in soccer though. That happens in football, yeah. man. Like you can, you can, you know, you can have 30 shots on goal and not get one of them. And if see, that's the thing in football that's so crazy. If their football, if their goalkeeper has the game of their life, you won't win. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do, you won't win. And yeah. all they need is one chance to get one goal, and they'll beat you. You know that, yeah. that that's the crazy part about football, which is so addictive. You know, you're on the edge of your seat the whole time because it can take Anything a fraction of a second in a 90 minute game, and it's all over. Yeah. Even though you dominate, you lose. It's one of those crazy games. So, yeah, the girls are suffering at the moment, but I think they'll win the last game and then they'll still be in the hunt. So, won't mm-hmm. they? I think they'll finish second in their group. Is that right? If they I think there? so, yeah. Because oh, I, I think it depends on other results. It, it become a group. Like, I think those results yesterday kind of threw the yeah, whole right. group into chaos. So, we'll wait and see. Wait um, and see. So that's happening. Uh, you've got the V8 Supercars, which is our native kind of touring car championship, which is pretty huge in this country. Mm-hmm. They're racing uh, night races around Sydney tomorrow night, so I'm going to be tuning into that. That's going to be fucking gold, Greeno. That's really good yeah. stuff. The supercars around the Sydney streets. You've got to love it. Around the Sydney Olympic precinct, I think it is. Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so under lights. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be really good. Uh, you've got the Ashes going on at the moment, obviously, over in England. You've got the regular kind of AFL, NRL uh, broadcasting. And then you've got the Rugby Union, Greeno. The Wallabies are mm-hmm. uh, playing the All Blacks. Apparently 87,000 tickets sold in Melbourne, I think. Okay. Yeah, 87,000 at no the No one MCG. even likes rugby. Nah. Rugby for us here in Australia, it's kind of – rugby for us is generally like this is the sport that they play at the private schools for us, yeah. like as boys. So Green Eye and myself, we grew up at schools like public schools. We were in the public – we were in the cheap schools basically. Mm-hmm. And in the cheap schools we play rugby league, you know, because that's like the blue-collar kind of form of rugby. And in yeah. the private schools where you get boarding and your parents are millionaires, you play rugby union. That's the, you know, that's the rich boy kind of version of rugby. I don't know if that's necessarily true now, but that was definitely true when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, because now I think half the team are fucking Pacific Islanders anyway. So I'm not so, yeah. sure that they even go to private schools here in Australia. But that's generally like all of when we were growing up, all of the players for the Australian rugby union team came from pub, uh, private schools, you know. Um, so the Bledisloe Cup is on. The Bledisloe Cup is Australia versus New Zealand. Now, Australia has not won the Bledisloe Cup since 2003. This is a cup. This is a tournament against one other country, mind Nice, Gary! All we have to do is beat one country to win this fucking thing. We have not won it in 20 fucking years, Greeno. Well, it's stupid because they only play two games, don't they? Two games. So you have to win both yeah. games to win the cup. Yeah. That's the thing, right? So if you win one and one, then the, 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 the series is drawn. Therefore, the holders retain it. So we have to, and it's one one game. I kind of like it. It's one game at home and one game away. It's you know, there's no, there's no decider here. You have to win on your own turf and their. So we won, like we won one game plenty. Yeah, but the have, problem is we, we never can't win beat the them. two. We can't beat yeah. them there. We can't beat them there. That's yeah. the thing. We we very. I don't think we've beaten them there for a long time. And if we do beat them there, then they come out here and kick our ass. Randomly. Kick our ass and yeah. So <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah. So we haven't won this fucking tournament, this two game tournament in twenty years. 
Yeah. Um, before we lost 20 years in a row, we had won it five years in a row. And we're talking about like the golden era of the Wallabies, like your John Eels and your uh, Gregans, Greeno, Matt Burke, all those kind of people, you know, those names that you've... You, those names I know. I ask me to name one current rugby player. Exactly. Well, no that's, chance. That's that's what happens when you lose 20 years in a row. 20, 20 years. People tax. stop paying attention. <laughs> now, see, Eddie, this is Eddie Jones. He's the current Wallabies coach. Now, I think. Wasn't he the Wallabies sure, coach when we last won in 2003? Yes, that's I was problem. about to say. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he was the Wallabies coach last time we won in around 2003, 2002-ish. He got he was the Wallabies coach for about four years. Then he got sacked. Then uh, he got to a World Cup final with us, and then he got sacked afterwards. He went and coached, I think, Japan, and then recently he coached England. Okay, and now he's come back. He's been rehired. He got two thousand and one to two thousand and five. His Australian no! coach. So well, yeah. Hey! Thank you. My sports trivia is pretty good. Uh, so he was a Wallabies coach for about four years. Uh, the last time we won the Bledisloe Cup was under his reign. Okay, now twenty years later, he's back. All right, we've rehired him again, and we're gonna go another stint with Eddie. Now, I want to show this to you because this is the like this is not necessarily the new Eddie Jones because he was kind of always like this way. But you know, when you can tell in someone's career that they've reached an age where they don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? No fucks given. <laughs> no fucks given. Eddie yeah. is now at that point because he's coached Australia, he's coached Japan, he's coached England, he's coached clubs. Like he's he's done all the coaching and now he's found his way back to Australia again. And I mm -hmm. think he's now in this stage of his career where he does not give a fuck anymore. He's like, whatever. I'm just going to do whatever I can and then we'll see where we're at. So someone, uh, this is a New Zealand press group that's asking him. Now, if you're from America, you're wondering why, like, why the fuck do you care about New Zealand? New Zealand is like the undisputed best country in the world at rugby union. It's crazy, I know. There's only like 4 million of them, but they are such a rugby mad country. That's and it looks like 2001 was the last time we won the so Bledisloe. 22 years ago. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, we lost, we split it, 1-1. One, one. Oh, I think we because we we held it in two thousand and one. We uh, won two games. Two years then later. we split it in 02, Split it in O three. Oh no, lost it in O three. Right. So the last so time we last had time it, we won, we had it was O two. Last time we definitely won it was O one. Okay, so the last time it has not been in our possession since two thousand two. So that's twenty one years. We haven't won two games against ago. New Zealand since two thousand one. For twenty one years. <laughs> Okay. We have not won two games in a row against New Zealand for 21 years. Uh, Good news, though. Hmm. We fucking pumped Namibia. <laughs> Well, that's not good news. 100, 142. I, I almost feel, I feel sorry for the Namibians, Greeno. It's not fair. 142 <laughs> that's nil. On the Namibians. Thank you very much. Now, Take Namibia that, is less than a poor man, South Africa. Okay. Uh, so, uh, well, how about Romania then? We fucking pumped Romania, 90 to 8. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay, some big wins there, Greeno. For big wins, sorry. If only we could win two games in a row against New Zealand, <laughs> a, tiny, a tiny little country with four million people, which then, just so happens to be rugby. mad rugby fans. Now, I do a bit of sim racing with a couple of uh, New Zealanders, one of which was like a, a quite accomplished rugby player in his younger years. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I said, look, I don't understand how we can't beat you guys at Rugby Union for the last 20 years. And he said, no, no, you don't understand. He's like, all the if you're a 10-year-old and you're good at rugby, you're already identified like professionally by a fucking club here. They're crazy for it. Like, it's all everyone does here. It's like, the, he's like, yeah, there's only 4 million of us, whatever. But he's like, the whole sports system is built around Rugby Union. Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's a thing, you know. And I said, yeah, here it's only kind of like what they do in private schools. Like, it's not even, here it's not even the biggest sport here. You know what I mean? It's, well, it's about the 15th biggest sport here. Yeah. You've got AFL is probably, you know, the biggest sport, I think, around oh, the country. Cricket is probably the biggest. Well, cricket, I think, is behind <laughs> AFL in terms of, like, just participation and crowds and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, so AFL, cricket, rugby league is kind of Soccer. Centered. Soccer. Um, netball is probably fucking netball, bigger than rugby yeah. union, you know. And then rugby union's probably like basketball. Six. Basketball's maybe? pretty big, yeah. Yeah. Juniors wise, anyway, basketball is big. Yeah. Swimming is very fucking big. Too big. Yeah. So rugby union's probably like seventh or eighth on the list. Whereas in in New Zealand, that's it. It's rugby union. Well, let's put it into context. In the area I live, there are twenty four footy fields. All right. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen a game of rugby played on any of them. <laughs> It's all footy. <laughs> like I, remember, footy. I remember back in the like early two thousands, I was very keen on like watching the Waratahs and stuff. Went to a couple of oh, Waratahs. But say, games, yeah, it's back know? when you know it was kind of entertaining to watch yeah. rugby union. Yeah. Now, not so much. Well, because we've been sucking for twenty years. I mean, sucking. It's kind of a fucking boring game. I think I tried to. I gave it a crack uh, during one of the lockdowns. I think mm. I was like, I'm gonna sit down and watch a fucking Australian rugby game. Yeah. On Saturday night, I'm gonna put fucking, I'm gonna put the boys on, I'm gonna cheer on the Wallabies, yeah. and it lasted about twenty minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is a bit of a punish. I've, like, I've always. Is it always this boring? And I messaged my dad, who yeah. used to play rugby when he was growing up. I'm like, is Wallaby like the Wallabies? I know the Wallabies is shit, but like, has rugby always been this bad? He's like, nah, like it's pretty bad. No, it's bad. <laughs> I've 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 said for the longest time. You'll remember me saying this, like. A, good, a, a shitty game of rugby league is better than a shitty game of rugby union, but a good game of rugby union is better than a good game of rugby league. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a shitty game of rugby league is better than like an average Most game games of, of rugby, rugby union. union. Yeah. Now, a really good game of rugby union is really good. Like it drags you in and you're like, oh, this is a grind. It's a war of attrition and it's so hard to score. And no, no, no. But if it's a shit game of rugby, it's fucking shit. It's worse. Mm. It's worse than the worst game of rugby league you've ever seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nice, Gary. So, but maybe Eddie coming back, maybe Eddie coming back can, you know, breathe a little life into this, Greeno. Maybe this is what we've been waiting for. So Eddie was asked, like, you know, coming back, are you more passionate about this now than coaching other teams? And he went on this fucking rant. Let's have a look. Does it feel different now? It is, mate. Um, because it's your own country, you know. It means a lot more. Without uh, DV and coaching England, you know, I enjoyed coaching England. I love them. Good, good bunch of players, but, you know, Imagine tomorrow or oh, Saturday night, 85,000 people, the biggest rugby crowd since 2007. And they've come to watch you know, two teams that have got good respect for each other, but you know, at the same time, they, they dislike each other. 
you know, and there's nothing better than winning against New Zealand because you feel the country sinking, right? <laughs> it's not just rugby sinks, the country sinks. The country sinks. Yeah, the whole economy goes down. They're like, the Prime Minister's there with his fingers crossed hoping the All Blacks win because he knows the economy's going to drop if they lose. And so we can have that effect. And at the same time, then the Australian kids want to play rugby again because at the moment too many of them want to play AFL. I was going past the school the other day and they were playing AFL in basketball, right? So we want kids to play rugby because it's the greatest game of all. So we've got a bit of a job here to do. You know, maybe put the New Zealand Prime Minister on, on call that the economy's going to suffer <laughs> and at the same time raise our stakes here. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to give a nice Gary nice to that fucking uh, journalist, by the way. Yeah, because that was a good line. That got a laugh out. It's really hard to get a laugh out of Eddie. And, you know, maybe we can put the Prime Minister on call because the economy's going to suffer. And the Kiwi journalist said, it's already pretty bad, mate. Nice, <laughs> 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 Gary. Double nice, nice Gary. <laughs> but, yeah, I love it. It's, this is a little – this is what rugby needs, Greeno. You know what I mean? Like, if you like or dislike Eddie Jones, then that's up to you. I don't really particularly like or dislike him either way. I don't – I couldn't well, care yeah, less. Because no one gives a fuck about rugby. So that's right. Cares. I'm indifferent. <laughs> I'm indifferent to it. Like I, that's what I said. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. pretty funny from Eddie. I didn't realise Eddie was back. There we hey, go. I'll but, learn something Hey, today. if the Wallabies win this first Bledisloe Cup game, I'm going to be on the fucking bandwagon like every other Australian sports oh, you fan. You believe it. Yeah, yeah we've you will be too. Happy days. We'll be going out buying Wallabies jerseys on Monday, yeah. Greeno. Let's go. We're <laughs> fucking winning the Bledisloe. Let's go. You know? Dude, I might um, actually learn a player's name. Yeah, just one. Just one. <laughs> just one. Because the last one I've got in my head is like George Gregan. And yeah. that, that guy retired in 2005, I think. Yeah, George Gregan, uh, John Eels, and Matt Burke. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. That's all I got. All I got. David Pocock was a reasonably recent one, I think, Greeno. I guess. I don't know. He maybe. Was a captain a while ago. Wasn't he? Running for some yes, kind of for, parliamentary for the thing Senate recently? or something, yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, um, but I'd already tuned out by the time he got to that stage. You know, the only ones I seem to remember is when they used to pop Curly up. Beal was one, Greeno. Curly Beal, yeah. I think whenever they pop up, it's like League's gonna poach rugby union, and yeah. they fucking they pump Cooper. those stories. Out. I remember Quade, Quade Cooper, Cooper was, was going to be Parramatta Eels, wasn't he? Quade Cooper. Yeah, something like that. And then they realise, oh wait, can't play footy. Can't play. Um, probably not a good idea. Yeah. So. <laughs> So good luck to the Wallabies. I mean, come on, man. It's been 22 fucking years or something. Bring the, let's we bring won. the fucking cup home already. But didn't we know? struggle to beat like the, all the teams we played in the lead up to New Zealand? So I don't like our chances. Well, Eddie's only been in charge for two games, I think. Yeah, and we've struggled in both of them. Yeah. Haven't I we lost know. both? Yeah. And he's also – I did a little bit of research this morning. He's done – he's brought in, I think, two rookie halves for this game. So that well, that's a bold strategy. never really nice, works out well. Uh, here we go. So we lost We lost to Argentina and we got pumped by South Africa. Yeah, that's right. And the well, All Blacks pumped South Africa. Yeah, who pumped us. Who pumped us. So. 43 to 12. So we're actually like, – Let's not get our hopes up here. We're going to get fucking hammered. If we stay within 40 of the All Blacks, we'll have done well. Well, I'm one of these crazy people who thinks that we're better when everyone thinks we're going to lose. So, we've been thinking that for 20 years, though. Yeah, no, no, just generally in sports. Australian Australians are better at sports when they're not the favourites, generally uh, speaking, you know. And against New Zealand, we should never be the favourites. So we should have won, you know, yeah. sometime in the last 20 years. Uh, can you, if you've got the stats there, can you see how many games, how many series have we won at least one game in the Bledisloe Cup and not the other? Oh, uh, I didn't have the Bledisloe Cup. I had Eddie Jones's career. Let's have a look. Uh, okay. 
I just love I'm just curious. How many times have we been one game away from winning it in the last 22 years and we've never done it? Oh, probably a fair few. Uh, here we go. Bledisloe Cup. Maybe not as many as we think, I reckon. I reckon maybe only like three or four. And they've probably won both games. All, all right, let's we'll go. Times. We'll go from back. Okay. Two thousand. We lost. All right, we lost two nil. We lost three nil. We lost two one. We we drew one one. Play three sometimes. We okay. lost three nil. We lost two one. We lost three nil. We drew one one. We lost two nil. Three nil. Two nil. Right, we fucking barely win one, eh? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I We've, thought. We've won one. I told two, you. I, I think it's not. I don't, I don't think we've been as close as we think we have been. I think we've, we've been won dominated. five. We've won five total games in the last thirteen years. Oh, that's nasty. I stopped. I stopped looking at two thousand and ten. Yeah, it do. doesn't get much better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Two thousand. And now we're going back to Coach Eddie, who you know, two thousand two got sacked in two thousand five. Yeah, we held it from ninety eight. To yeah. 2002, and yeah. then lost in 2003, and haven't seen it since. Yeah, we we won five years in a row, and that was it. That was the last yeah. time that we've had it. So they seem to rotate. So they go to oh no, they yeah they just mix it up. I guess it just depends on the schedule. Yeah. Some they played some years they played two, some years they play three. Like ironically, during fucking COVID year they played three. Like mm. all right, makes no sense. The year before they played two, three, two, three, three, three. Oh, it's like okay, so it's looks like it's three straight years of three games. Oh, this year they played four. I don't know what's going on. Really? Schedule's all over the shop. Um, like four's even dumber than than two. Like play three and get done with it. Yeah, at least someone won nothing. Just make it three every year and be done with it. Yeah, yeah, be done with it. It's not that hard. Yeah. Well, we're not going to win um, it anyway. So what's the fucking difference? Yeah. Oh, that's it. Oh, there you go. Fucking. Oh, sorry, I just realised Carlton came back and beat the Pies. Really? Yeah, pumped him. Ninety-three seventy-six. Wow, that's a fucking huge result. For Massive Carlton. upset. Well, yeah. Carlton's got like half of their fucking team out as well through injury. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe maybe the Wallabies can win the fucking bladder. Anyone? Nice Anyone? Gary. Oh, Sunshine. What's uh, the white man can't jump line? Sunshine's on a dog's ass. Sunshine's on a dog's ass. Some days. Anyone can win the lottery, don't they? Anyone can win the lottery. Just because you uh, put it, just because you hit two passes of one dunk, doesn't mean you can play. You can play. No, you can put a cat in an oven, and that don't make it a biscuit. Make it a biscuit. Nice, Very good. <laughs> All right, let's end it there. We can't get much better than white men can't jump references to end the show. Done. All right. Uh, good night, right. life. Tune in next week. Forgotten vegetable of the week, Greeno. Uh, we don't do any plugs anymore, so I guess that's it. Let's wrap it up. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell